Hey, hey everyone. everyone. This is Rachel. And I'm Felix. And we'd like to inform you that we'll be using adult language. We're going to say fuck. We're going to say pussy. And you're going to have to deal with it. Listener discretion is advised, bitch. <laughs> Come to my app party. <laughs> Is that what like, the text says? Does it say, like, come to my not, app party? It says, come join my recording on Anchor. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> there you go. Shout what's out up? to Anchor. <laughs> what's up? What's up, Rachel? What's up, Felix? Be- before we start talking, I had to say something. So I got I worked on something. Hold on. <clears throat> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing to you. Micro short film winning <laughs> writer, director, <laughs> amazing all around person, Rachel Cross. Uh, everybody yes, listening, yes, yes. Rachel I'm gonna need won. you to refer to me as award winning filmmaker from this point on. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Award winning filmmaker Rachel Cross. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, that was a it was kind of a shock, but your dad said it was going to happen. So my dad said it was going to happen. What he didn't even know you. <laughs> I know that's that's the one I believed. You know what? It's like you know, you're like all your friends are gassing you up and they want you mm-hmm. to feel good. They're like, oh, you're going to win, you're going to win. You know, so it's hard to like take it at face value. Yeah, I'm in my yeah. bathroom. Uh, but um, it's all good. When when an older Latino man who does not know. <laughs> says that that shit's gonna happen that shit's gonna happen <laughs> yep he asked me i was driving home yesterday he was like hey man i was like hey what's up we were talking he was like how did your friend do i was like oh she won he was like oh that's great <laughs> so sweet yeah, so sweet he's happy how did that feel it feels weird i thought it was great it feels weird like i know i know what i made is good i like it you know i like mm-hmm. it I like my shit. I know what I made is good. Uh, I didn't expect anything like that. I just, you know, but. <laughs> it had, it, for me, like, all right, not because you're my friend and I really like what you do. But for me, it was like, if not the best film, it was in the top three. Of like everything you saw? Of, of everything I saw. Because there, there was some interesting stuff. That's the adjective I'm going to choose because yes. I think that what I learned that weekend was something mm-hmm. that you opened my eyes to Yeah, is that putting your heart and soul into something and then having the courage to show it to strangers takes yeah. a lot of, takes a lot of guts. It takes a fucking lot to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless what quality you think anything was, it was exactly. hard for everybody to do so. Yeah, but if yours wasn't the best, it was definitely top three. Well, I mean, you can't even put some of them against each other. Some of these were pilots. Some of the, that's why you mm-hmm. know that's why there's categories. Yeah, yeah, but, I liked um, it. Th- it was fun, and you know how like I'm weird about talking to people. So after after <laughs> I won and people like saw my face, it was a little easier because people were coming up to me. I mean, you were there afterwards. You saw yeah. Like, all the chicks who like rolled through. So I was really happy about that because I was like, good, I can do the networking that I said I would do, but I didn't have to initiate any of it. <laughs> Thank God. I think yours and so fix it and dick pic photographer. Uh-huh. 
I think that'd be a good double feature. (laughs) (laughs) We just out here trying to tell y'all how to live your life. So you you said a little bit of it in the Q&A, but for for those of you who haven't seen it, it's called Fix It. Uh, Rachel could probably tell you better where you can find it. On YouTube. Uh, It's on YouTube. Fix It is on YouTube. Watch it. If you haven't watched it, we should post it. Okay. The link in the bio. We, but what uh, gave you that idea? Okay, so I was working at a brewery here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and um, the I was like helping with the canning machine, or just like the <laughs> canning line in general, and it it mm-hmm. wasn't working. Like it, they couldn't get it started. Um, something about the pressure or something like that. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. you know, there's like a guy who they can call to help them fix this thing. So it's a bunch of brewers who kind of think they know what to do and think they know what's like wrong with the machine they're just all fucking standing around it staring at it like when your dad used to stare at the car and then a dude would roll up and say hey what are you doing and they talk about <laughs> how they're gonna fix the car but they never fix the fucking car yeah so, um yeah that was that was it i was like well let me get that together um so did you automatically think about for those of you who don't know it's about three guys at a p the, the pov is the genius thing <laughs> the POV is the, it's, a, it's a POV vagina and there's a guy trying to fix it in a garage so <laughs> did your mind you, automatically go the there <laughs> did your mind automatically go there when you saw him trying to fix it yeah you know what um, my vision was just like clear it was clear and I wrote it in a notes app on my phone while sitting <laughs> looking at them it took it like it was like a fever dream bro it was like it took me maybe like 10 minutes to write it. And then I brought it to my sketch group and, you know, got some notes and did a rewrite. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we did it on stage. And then Alex was like, we got to shoot this. And I said, no, like a bajillion times. Cause I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I did it. It's over. It's over. Um, and, uh, and then I, 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 I fully don't know what he said to me the last time he asked, but, or like how it was different or why I felt different. I, don't, I truly don't know, but I said, yeah. And the rest is her story. That's so good. Everybody, <laughs> needs, everybody needs to see it and share the shit out of it. It won yes. Best Micro Short at the <laughs> Atlanta Comedy Film Festival. And it's probably going to win it. I'm going to call it right now. It's going to win it at the Atlanta Women's Film Festival also. We shall see. We shall I think see. It's, I think people are going to love it. So I'm happy to have the one. <laughs> that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Okay, okay, so what's going on with you, Fifi? Oh, my God. Hardcore. Well, for, hardcore Felito. <laughs> Who told <laughs> Did I tell you that? Yeah, I did tell you. Yes, sir. On air. I was like, oh, my God. Did somebody write her that in a DM? No, so what someone in my DM did call you hardcore Felito, but after they heard it, because they're one of my friends from LA. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. No, my friend. What she lives here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a like stylist to the. She worked on the. It, she was the one that gave me that nickname. But oh, she really? Worked, That's yeah, she, yeah. Her name's Patrice. She worked on the. She did the hair for that show. I don't know if it's on BT. It's called uh, Beyond the Pole, or is it on the? It's, it's about girls in the in the adult dance industry. Okay, cool. And it's like a reality show about them. Okay, cool. I don't know what channel. You know me in reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching uh, 
Tom Hanks on mute right now. No, but back to me. No, this week I stopped. Uh, I stopped talking to the last girl I was talking to. And that was. Um, <laughs> wait, that know. was the girl who invited you to the barbecue. No. Oh my God. That's, no, that's somebody else. That's the redhead. The redhead. Yes. Okay. Uh, see, she... look at you—the last girl I was talking to. I don't know. I can't keep up with you, man. Oh my god! That's why I need to take a break. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually happy that what happened today happened today. What I told you about earlier, but I'll talk about that in a second too. Okay. Okay. No, but uh, the redhead, I was just—you know—I think she just wanted something a little bit more serious. Uh, you know, a little bit more uh, move toward something more serious quicker. Not not quicker. But she, I think that she was looking, she was dating with purpose and intention, you know, yeah. to, de- to develop a relationship. That's yeah. the best way to put it. And then when, and this is nothing on her. She's an amazing woman. Yeah. And to be honest, like, uh, I wrote her, I wrote her after I, I had, uh, after we had talked, uh, I wrote her, I was like, you made me feel like I was kind of like wanted again. Mm-hmm. You know, she made me feel like, she made me feel sexy. Oh, yeah, guys want to feel sexy too. Yeah, she maybe. <laughs> so, uh, but when I looked in the future, like when I looked at like 10 years from now, will I enjoy a vacation? Ready? Yeah. Hey, start will again. I, yeah. Start again. I was losing. Hey, hey, lost you there. Oh, I'm here. I'm here now. Am I here? Yeah. So you were saying um, uh, you wanted to feel sexy. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I mean, men like to feel sexy as well. Yeah. That's something that I told her. She made me feel like I was, you know, sexy and wanted and appreciated. I like that. Yeah. Uh, she was very, uh, like, you know, she would convey that message well. Good. So verbally and also, you know, with affection. Uh, but when I would look like, all right, five years from now, 10 years from now, if I'm on a vacation, do I see myself with her? And the answer was no. So I'm not going to waste her time, you know. And because for me, she was dating with purpose, you know, so. Right. Yeah. Um, question. Vimelo. Um, this, uh, um, you know, I pictured myself on vacation in five years. Is she there? Yeah. That feels like a leap. I'm not saying it was the wrong thing to like break yeah. up with or whatever, or, or I guess stop seeing her. But, mm-hmm. but I feel like if... The, that's your decision-making process. It's kind of a leap, because even I guess yeah. no, I guess I'm speaking for myself here. But like, even when it's someone who I think I might, uh-huh. I, I can't. I just have a thing where I can't picture other people with me in the future. <laughs> Understand that? Yeah, because that's how I think like 99 percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm actually. I'm actually fine being, you know, single. Like, I like hanging out with myself. Like, be- before you called, I was reading an article about Quentin Tarantino movies. It was very well written. <laughs> Good but for yeah, you. like, yeah, but like in five or 10 years, like, I want to go to Italy and be at a bed and breakfast and wake up and just see just a woman that I'm in love with standing in a beautiful window and have breakfast with her and then have sex with her in the morning and go out and fucking do dumb shit. That's very drink. specific. Yeah, I want to do that stuff. <laughs> but, you know, I have to find the right person and I don't want to force it. Yeah, but you, I think you should also give things a chance. I agree too. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, you are right. Too. But I also think that you taking this hiatus is going yes. to help you get yourself together to understand 
what a chance is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need a hiatus. Yeah. Um, From the dating game. That's why what happened today was good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because I was going to go on a date Saturday, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the woods and smoke a joint. Then she was like, well, can you do that another day? And I was like, nope, I'm not. <laughs> was it about the joint, or is it just about that you were busy doing something else? I think it was about that, and also, like, she kind of was, I don't know, she was kind of also dropping some religious tones. Oh, no, forget it. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and she seemed like more of a drinker. Which is cool. I don't mind. I like to drink too, but you know. But you would you would want to be with somebody who's a smoker. Ah, not as I would. I, I wouldn't mind. I don't. You know, I well, mind. I mean, but you're bringing it up. Her being a drinker. If you're bringing it up, that means it meant something to you. Where it was, yeah, just because like, I don't really. I'd prefer a, a smoker over a drinker. Yeah, it's because I think I felt like a little bit maybe of her response was coming from a judgy place. But I don't know what she's been through before. You Maybe know, she you had a boyfriend. It, I was just like, is this about the yeah. weed? Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe she had a boyfriend before who would like get super stoned and like fucking eat all her snacks and she got mad. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know he didn't. Or maybe he smoked weed and hit her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not That's funny. So Why are we up. laughing? <laughs> That's not funny. It's funny because I'm watching Castaway and I'm watching uh, Tom Hanks make Wilson right now. I love Castaway. I can literally so good sit on mute. for three whole hours and watch that movie and then sit for another movie. three fucking hours and watch it again. It rewards rewatching. It is very, it's extremely good acting. How No oh, yeah. other person on this planet can hold an entire movie by himself with a volleyball, okay? A Wilson volleyball, okay, is a better actor than a lot of these niggas out here right now. I <laughs> love <laughs> Castaway. Don't get me started. Yeah, that was I was flipping channels and I was like, oh, castaways on. Yeah, but yeah, taking the break will be good. I think taking the break will be good because it'll let me refocus on uh on me. On hardcore that's Felito, a, yes. That's such a twenty nineteen thing to say. <laughs> that's the shit from the beginning of every year. I just need to like focus on me. I'm gonna focus on me. Hey, are you doing? I saw an advertisement. An advertisement. That sounds like such an old man thing to say. <laughs> I, I saw a post on Instagram uh, for the the cousins. Yeah, play so, cousins. So play cousins and me solo are both uh-huh. gonna be in that show on Thursday. You've seen my sketches already, and you've seen the play cousin sketches, which is why I didn't yeah. invite any like close friends because I'm like well you guys have seen this stuff already and it's also kind of an industry show like I guess there's going to be like some people from CBS are going to be there and so Ah! I'm like trying to invite like like so the friends that I've been inviting are just like other actors and other writers and stuff. Well it's going to be you got to be Academy (laughs) Award winning award winning writer director Rachel Cross, you got, you got to make, you got, you got cards, right? I, I really only care about the Emmys and I kind of don't care about awards. Like, honestly, I, I know I'm saying it after having won one, but it's not mm-hmm. like, it's, it's not like I won an Emmy or it's not like I fucking EGOT it just now, but like, I, <laughs> I mean, the Emmys are the TV awards. And so, you know, TV's super important to me. And so that'd be nice, but really like, like I've been talking about, well, not been talking about, it, I, I always talk about mm-hmm. it, but I'm just like career wise more important than like, 
like any awards or anything. Like I just kind of would like to be that writer that other writers get excited about, you know? Yeah. No, when the thing is when you do win an Emmy, you have to do the same acceptance speech you did at the brewery. That'll like, okay. Across the board. That's my acceptance speech. That's it. Every time I win that's... an award, I say nothing, but. Bow, bow, bow. It was so good. I was so happy. <laughs> I have a friend back in, uh, in Puerto Rico, Gabriela. And that was, she used to do that shit all the time. She was like, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> it was actually kind of a, it was a shout out to my boys in LA. So what up, Wolfpack? Um, so my boys, <laughs> Carlos and Christian, like, you know, we did everything together. And uh, um, whenever we were together, it was like, our, it was, it was kind of like our like call to each other. We would, we would either go, oh, oh, or bear, bear, bear. <laughs> like we did <laughs> it so all good. the time. And so. Um, I don't know. They called my name, and of course, I got nervous right away. I was like, "Shit, I have to talk." And then I thought, "You know, it would be funny." Like that's really how everything goes for me. I go, "You know, it would be funny." Okay, stop talking about me in this award. Okay, so <laughs> it was funny because it was really funny because Rachel goes, "If she turns around to me, we're sitting down when they started the awards, and she's like, if I win, take a picture so I can send it to my mom." Yeah. And I was like, "All right." <laughs> so I fo- I kind of like follow behind her up. And then she just grabs the award, shakes the girl's the lady's hand, and she goes, bing, 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 bing. and then she just walks off. <laughs> I was like, hey, I couldn't take a picture. It was not enough time to take a picture. And then the picture of me with the step and repeat, I hated it. I should have looked at it before we walked away. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you taking it. Thank you so much, but I hated that picture. Yay, of me. I, thought, I thought you looked nice. Thank you. I have to learn how to have my picture taken. I just, I cannot. I always just like makes I just pull some weird fucking face and then and then I hit the picture. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. I don't know how I can't take a picture. I'm looking at Tom Hanks's belly on Castaway and it kind of looks like mine. <laughs> I feel like I need to live on a deserted island. At the beginning of Castaway? Yeah, I'm at the beginning where he's just he just made fire. I made fire. I am man. I fucking love this movie. (laughs) It's so good. It's It's on BBC America. Um. Okay, so so this hiatus also means that you're going to be celibate. How are you going to get through that? Oh Oh my god! Wait, wait. More important. Have you created a timeline for yourself? Because when I did it, I said one year, birthday to Mm -hmm. birthday. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm gonna try. I'm going to try like two months first. Two months is nothing. Honestly. I got to do baby steps. I got to crawl before I walk. Just keep masturbating. <laughs> I, I, trust me. It's not okay. something that I, I like to do. Because I know like everyone's like, that's not true celibacy, but yeah. No, whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking, they don't know what they're talking about. They do not know. No, I think, I think the... The break will be good. I mean, I went when I was in Iraq. I went like six months without sex. Was that your choice or just because that's the way it was? Like involuntary celibacy? It was like, all right, I could have had sex. Like anybody can get laid in the, in the we used to call it, we call it the sandbox. Uh, yeah, the, des- yeah. the, the desert. Anybody can get laid. But the thing is, it's just that it's a numbers game. There's just like, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say some some stuff that maybe might offend some people. I don't want to offend anybody, Be but careful, this is just the, 
Yeah, but this was like the reality when we were down there. Okay. You know? And it's it's kind of a weird kind of world because I don't know what the exact number is, but if it was 10 to 1 guys to girl, like that was maybe a low estimate. Mm. So there were like no, there's no women. Right. And then the women that were there, uh, let's say like- Are not attracted. interested in you. <laughs> nah, because they have, they have, it's hilarious. There's, there's, there's like a weird, you know, like there's a scale in the, in the real world and the regular world that most people live in. Okay. You know, the hot or not bullshit. Like, you know, she's a, she's a five, she's a 10. Okay. I'm a strong, I'm a strong six. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, yeah, in the, in the desert, in Iraq and in wartime, like there's a new, there's a new scale. And girls that would be, and I hate saying these things, but, but this, is the, this is how it was. Girls that were, let's say, uh, in air quotes, a four in the real world. Now they're in the desert and people will call them desert queens. Okay. And they were no longer a four. They're like a seven. And then literally, and then you would see like, a, a, if you were like a, a, an attractive woman, you'd have guys like hanging all over you. The attractive girls were like working in an office with a general, you know? Mm-hmm. So there was no, yeah, it was like, what's the point? And then the other thing was there was just like rampant STD, STDs on the base. Well, yeah. Rampant, rampant. Like everybody, like people would line up at the clinic to get penicillin shots. Yikes. And that was like another reason I was like, I ain't fucking anybody. Yeah. But I had, I, I got propositioned one night. I was doing laundry. It was my only night off. And there was a, uh, oh, a redheaded girl who worked <laughs> in the, yeah. Go figure. She worked in the in the personnel tent, like in the personnel office. Uh-huh. And her supervisor worked that night. So basically, her supervisor was in charge of like sending you places. They were in charge of like your your finances and things like that. Uh-huh. And she was like, "Hey, Master Sergeant, so and so's not in the tent. Do you want to come over and watch a movie?" And that that's just you know what that's code for. <laughs> so that was that was Netflix and chill back in two. That was Netflix and chill. It was you know, <laughs> DVD player and you know, bootleg DVD you bought off the Iraqi kid at the market. You Amazing. Know? <laughs> Amazing. Y'all want to watch Soul Plane? Come on over. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's what it was like. And I was like, I was doing my laundry, and I was like, God, I was like, it was like my fourth month, maybe four and a half months. Uh-huh. And I mean, she was looking good, man. She's wearing her PT uniform. She's fucking little fucking thick, fucking little fat booty. I don't. I think she was from like Boston or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but I, I already had known that what she had been doing before. And I know the people she had been doing it with. And I was like, I don't want to risk getting chlamydia. So <laughs> <laughs> I had to outweigh, you know, it was like a risk reward thing. But people sent us like, we got a box of like massive amounts of pornography when we were over there. That's good. And, yeah. And then we got fleshlights. Like it was when fleshlights yeah, first came out. Yeah, fleshlights. I was there 0506, so we got sent fleshlights. That was that was pretty <laughs> so you guys cool. were all hearing that weird like sucking noise through the night. Yo, that glunk, 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 that the fleshlight makes. <laughs> yeah, I have like I'm I'm pretty I feel like I'm a pretty like well adjusted normal human being for kind of the shit I fucking adored in my life. Sure, sure. <laughs> Let's I've ma- say that. 
Yeah, I've 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 literally like laid in a tent with eight other dudes, just partitioned off by like sheets, by bed sheets. You know, and everybody's and, jerking it. Is that what you're? And saying? And I've heard yes, people jerk it off in the fucking tent. You know, I feel like that makes people <laughs> that that might have made you guys so comfortable in your sexuality, where it's just like just because we're all here jerking off together, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm doesn't mean anything we're all just trying to get the same kind of relief i feel like that experience is what because i bet all of y'all are really comfortable in sexuality right it it depends there's a lot of repressed sexuality obviously well yeah because you have you have such a mix of people from different backgrounds uh one thing a lot of people don't know about the united states military uh active duty culture active duty is people who do it like every day it's like they're nine to five yeah on military bases, there's a very big swinger culture, and this has been around what? for for this has been around for years. I had no since idea I, since I was a kid. Yep, swingers with yeah. each other. Yeah, like on um, ba- uh, you know, like on military bases, they have what's called base housing. Right. Yeah. And they would have the old because you, you're old enough to remember the, this term, but remember like the key parties. Yeah. Exactly. They had key parties. So for those of you who don't know what key parties are, they put keys in a bowl. Everybody comes to the party. You grab a key and that's what you go with. I guess my question was, <laughs> if I show up to a Marine base. Oh, oh my God. What do you want? <laughs> could I get fucked by other people's husbands? Because here's the thing. <laughs> Single men hate me, it seems. Single men really seem to hate me. But oh, married men love me. And if these are married men with permission, then I'm just going to go get pounded by a bunch of fucking (laughs) (laughs) Marines and then go shop at that duty-free store. That sounds like a great night to me. At the commissary. Or vice versa. Shop first, then go get pounded. Whatever. I mean, yeah, you would have no issues. (laughs) I'm just because I was just like, is this just internal or can I sneak in there? Or like, how does this work? Even that, or you know, if you want a young buck with some stamina, just go to the fucking base. Get yourself a fucking twenty-two-year-old dude. I mean, you don't know I'm down with hot wives too. So yeah, (laughs) the one thing they're going to be in shape. (laughs) You know what? You know I don't like muscle, right? Have we talked about this? I've never. Oh, so you don't like muscular dudes? I I do not. I don't like skinny dudes, which is which is weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I like them chubby. I like a belly. I like I like a couple of chins. You got one chin. I don't want you. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with your ass. So the last the last two guys I've been with. Oh, the last three because I forgot I fucked a couple guys between the breakup. But uh, yeah, these last three have been skinny, which is like outside of usually what I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dude before called Drogo was a pussy monster. Like that dude was like, <laughs> but he was like, that's the thinnest. Like I, I thought my whole pussy would swallow him up. Like, like he would just disappear <laughs> into my body. I was so scared for him. <laughs> Owen Gray. I was He's like so Owen Gray. Owen Gray, skinny. Skinnier than Owen Gray, because I feel like yeah. Owen Gray and uh, and Khal Drogo kind of have the same sort of body. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, because I think they're about the same height. Yeah, except the deck's bigger. Yeah, but that dude has been putting out some quality content. <laughs> So good. I had, okay, wait, I, let me just shout out to our audience right now because I had so many people in my DMs who were either just like, yes, 
I'm so glad you finally discovered him. Or they were just like, oh my God, thank you for saying his name. I have added him to the, the rotation. Amazing. Mm-hmm. He's good. He is a pussy monster. I look, all we want are pussy monsters out here. That's all we're looking for. Yeah, you monster. have to be, yeah. You have to pussy be enthusiastic about your Because I'm sick of people's ashy sons. I, like, <laughs> pussy, pussy monsters ashy who sons. just, like, use Jergens for more than just jerking off. Like, you know, put it, just put it on your skin while you're st- still damp coming out the shower. I bet in your bathroom, you got moisturizers. I have moisturizer in my you bathroom. You have moisturizers. I wear moisturizer. Okay. I just... If I were interested, I'd fuck you. <laughs> You're welcome, Felix. <laughs> because you no. use moisturizers. I use, I, no, I've always done, that's why I look so young. I told, uh, <laughs> I, somebody asked me at work. Oh, this girl asked me at work yesterday, talking about youth and moisturizers real fast. She's like, how old are you? Because uh, I was like, I got up and I went, Ugh, when I stood up. <laughs> my fucking, my body hurts. I fucking went hiking and Monday I was protesting. Yeah, that's at right. The, at the, yeah, I was fucking tired. And uh, she's like, oh, wow. How old are you? I was like, I'm, I'll be 38 this year. And she's like, what? And I was like, moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> moisturizer baby it's really that simple it's no, really that to, simple moisturizer guys, guys just have to you just have to take care of yourself no but i think i think that people like especially for women it's good to be able to hear another woman talk about porn yeah i agree because i think there's still kind of a stigma i think it's less and less now for sure with yeah. the women and the younger women they're way more open about it than girls were when I was uh, that age. I think it's important to talk about it matter-of-factly, which I think you and I do very well. Like, mm-hmm. we don't, you know what I mean? We don't get shy, you know, we don't giggle. I mean, we laugh mm-hmm. at shit that's funny, but, like, we're not, like, giggling out of, like, <laughs> like, being uncomfortable talking about it, you know? It's really important. Not only is it important to talk about it, but it's important to talk about it matter-of-factly, I think. Um, and I didn't have that. My parents did not talk to me about sex. My mother did not talk to me about my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it's all stuff that I just had to find out on my own. Thank goodness for sex education in Tucson when I was in uh, eighth grade. I learned a lot. And then in yeah. ninth grade in my biology class, uh, they went through the, re- the reproductive system. And so I just scientifically, I learned that. But mm-hmm. just sort of along the way, as far as like, um, self-pleasure, how my body works as far as it comes to pleasure. This was, this is like a long time. This is a very long time. Even me being so open about how much I masturbate, like my, my solo sexuality, like it's only, Uh it's only new. It's only in the last like two years that I just talk about it. Like, like I watched a movie yesterday or I went grocery shopping, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's only now that I talk about it like that um and i'm still learning some things like there was some stuff going around uh facebook about um because i used to be really ashamed that i couldn't uh that it number one takes me a long time to orgasm even by myself even by myself it takes a while it takes a while okay it's upwards of like 25 minutes it takes a while and that i want to real quick yeah and my experience with some women that i've been intimate with that's a that's a common thing. Okay, good. 
good. It's not as uncommon as some women think it is. You're not alone. We lost you. As common yeah, hello? As- I was like, it's not as, uh, uh, as uncommon as you think. It's, it's a normal thing. Right. No, I'm finding yeah. out that it's normal because people yep. are getting more comfortable talking about it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like, like 25, 35 minutes, like it takes time for me to get there. Um, and um, the understanding about like my squirting and stuff and like how mm-hmm. like it kind of requires a, like if I want to be doing it, it kind of for me and my body, it requires a lot of foreplay. Yeah. Um, and uh, and even just like advocating for myself, it may seem like I'm able to do that. But when I really care about the person. <laughs> OK, let's let's make a difference right here. So. Yeah. So the dude I fucked between Florida man and Paul <laughs> Drogo, super yeah. skinny him. I, ju- I knew I was just fucking, you know what I mean? He's just yeah. that's just what it was. So it didn't matter to me what he thought about me or how I looked or how anything smelled or, you know what I mean? Like I had been out all fucking day. Like I just didn't care. It was, it's easier for me to advocate for my pleasure in those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably ruined his bed, how much I squirt because this dude was a <laughs> pussy monster. Um, oh, but God. then with someone who's a little more special to me, I'm kind of looking at things in the long term and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm deciding to myself what's more important. You know, <laughs> can I give this up to get this or can I give that up to get that, you know? Yeah, but, so but like it's harder for me to advocate for my pleasure when I should be doing that and I do now after after our conversation like I do now. I'm just like fuck you, I don't care. Like here goes the toys, like here goes this, here goes that. By the way, I called him to come tonight, so I'm like running around my house cleaning because it's booty call time. I don't even know when booty, he's booty. I don't even know when he's coming. He's probably, like, I have my phone on Do Not Disturb right now. He's probably coming over. He's probably, like, texting me, asking when to come over. He might be outside or something. This is, wait. Let's see what's going on. Let's see if my phone's doing it. Oh, no, I can't leave the screen. Never mind. Never mind. He'll just have to wait. So. <laughs> can you? Can, <laughs> but that's, like, well, it's, it's good what you were saying because that you can talk about it now and you're more open about it. Hopefully it helps other people. You know, other women realize, hey, okay, I'm not alone in this. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think even uh, one of my one of my great 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 friends, someone I'm so lucky that I've ever met. Her name is Tracy. Maybe I shouldn't have said her name. <laughs> I might take it out. Um, uh, she and I were talking like in the DMs about this topic, which was like just being more open and speaking about it matter of factly because all of the shame that's been put on us is what creates repression and that repression is what creates violence and you know what I mean like each thing to get something else and so the more we try to just you know remind people that it's normal because I don't want to say make it normal because it's been normal it is normal people created this repression that shouldn't be here so you know, I I love I love what we're doing, and hopefully it starts to catch on throughout. I mean, there's lots of podcasts out there that talk about you know this stuff really frankly, and I'm and I'm happy about that. And I hope you know, I hope it just sort of spreads through the repressed. So they're the ones yeah, who no, need it more. Sure. They're the ones who need it more than we do. <laughs> no, what helped me is to go back was literally, hello. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was cutting out. No, I no, was I was, I was drinking wine. Ooh, you're gonna get in the mood. 
<laughs> did, I, did I say that weird? Ooh. You gotta get in the mood. No, but uh, what, what, what helped me really make me comfortable talking about like sexuality and my and all that was literally sitting inside of Humvees with like four other dudes, sometimes a girl. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard a girl like talk really openly about sex as an adult man in like a public setting. Was it shocking to you? I thought it was the most refreshing thing ever. Fantastic. I, and uh, it was shocking to other guys. They were like, oh, 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 oh I don't want to say her name. She's yeah. married now. She has like two or three kids. She's an amazing woman. She probably uh, still speaks frankly about sex, and I'm glad. Oh, no, 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 no. She, I, I hope she never changes because the way – it was like one of those things. She taught me to be more like honest Good. with people and about myself. But when I first heard her talk, I remember her. <laughs> We were talking in the Humvee and somebody pissed her off and she just looked at this dude and she was like, suck my fucking dick, dude. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> I don't even have a dick! And I'm like, I want to talk to you! And we started talking. <laughs> we started talking and she was just so like open about it. Then my other friend, I can say her name because Marie doesn't care, but my other friend Marie, uh, she was she taught me how to be more open about it. Because, I mean, I could talk to about it with my guy friends. But not to, like, the extent that this motherfucker said he talks about it in locker rooms, uh, you know, the president. Oh, yeah. I was never like, I'm going to grab a chick by the I never said I'm going to grab a chick by the pussy. But we'd have, like, conversations like titty fuck and, you yeah. know, shit like that. But you can't have those kind of conversations. I mean, you can with women. But in a public setting, sometimes you have to be able to articulate yourself better. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> And you, so you can have these, you know, honest and fruitful conversations because if you're just like saying nasty shit for the sake of saying nasty shit, yeah, it's it's not going to work anyway. But when you're honest about it, you know, and it all, it just progresses. Like you said, you you got better at it the last two years. I've you know I still had to I still had to work on it throughout my life too. Yeah, but yeah. I like it because <laughs> it's 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 better because then you're able to go into your next you know, relationship or whatever. If you're in a relationship, you're able to communicate better with your partner. True. Oh my goodness. True. I still, I mean, I still have trouble like communicating within the act, you know? Okay. I'm Me? about to, okay. Everybody, every single, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. All the listeners are about to choke on their fucking chicken nuggets right now. So cereal, other cereals, like chicken nuggets. So, dude hasn't, we've, we have sex pretty regularly. Yeah. There has been, like, a few, like, large gaps, but, yeah, you know, I was seeing him, like, weekly for a while, right? Mm-hmm. This dude hasn't eaten me out since my birthday. Oh, okay. But I also haven't asked for it. Oh, no, there's no asking for that. But here's the thing, like, like, you know, he'll stick his dick in my face, just... At the, uh, but I guess that's him asking for a blowjob, right? Yeah. But he knows maybe. I'm going to do it regardless. He didn't have to stick it. <laughs> He's going to do it. So why do I have to ask for cunnilingus? Yeah, he, I, I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, sorry, you guys. Okay, cough it out, cough it out. And then Anybody, let's yeah. Continue. Everybody's I, like, wow, Felix, not, Felix isn't talking. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I think, huh. I think because 
this isn't just a fling for me right now, mm. that it's harder for me to ask, and I don't know why. Just put it in his face. What'd you say? Just put it in his face. <laughs> yeah, no, well, that's what's happening tonight. Okay, Sit on so, that motherfucker. So <laughs> when I won that award, I went home alone, you know, and I, yeah. like, and I was here alone. It was like the biggest moment of my life. And I came home uh-huh. and I was alone. And I, it was just the loneliest I've ever felt in my life. And I was so sad. Like, it was a great day. And I was so sad. Like, I was so sad. I just came home and took my clothes off and got in bed and, like, watched fucking Euphoria twice. So it was, it was really, really sad for me. <laughs> but it's also my fault. Like, I should have told everyone that I wanted to hang out. You know, it was my fault. I, I asked. I, I yeah, you did. I didn't want to be in there anymore. No, and no, then once sure. I left there, I was like, "But I don't want to go home right now either." But I had already blown it. Yeah, I didn't want to go home. I went home. <laughs> and I, I also the next- think I also think I was just kind of wrongly. I was expecting you guys to go. Let's go celebrate, mm-hmm. and nobody said that, and nobody did that. And well, I mean yeah. that's my fault though. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's on me. I made an assumption, mm-hmm. and. I tried to let it play out and it didn't because I didn't tell anyone that that's what I wanted. And that's my fault. And I do take full responsibility for that. So I'm not like trying to make y'all feel bad about it or nothing. <laughs> well, I you promise did. you I'm not. I promise you I'm not. But I oh, no. so that was really vulnerable for me to fucking admit to that just now. Cause I was going to take that shit to the grave with me. <laughs> um, but Ansley, like I dropped something off at Ansley's house this week and she could see in my face that there was something wrong because I was still sad mm-hmm. about it on Tuesday. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, but some other stuff, like, you know, I really love my job. And mm-hmm. there, I always say that, like, I love my job because I get to feel smarter than the computer sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've had a lot of that this week where, you know, Google don't know, so I got to figure it out on my own, and I just use my fucking brain. Anyway, all that to say that this week, I got really horny for me. (laughs) Oh, there you go. I got super horny for Rachel, (laughs) and it's different than, because I'm not just coming up with some other excuse to masturbate, because I don't (laughs) need an excuse to masturbate. If If I woke up, it's happening, but it was like, I started fantasizing about like splitting in two, being two Rachels right next to each other and just fucking the shit out of myself. That's just, crazy. Like, giving her all the pleasure she deserves because she made a film and she won an award and she fucking is smarter than GPS. And you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she did all this dope shit. She cleaned her fucking apartment. Like, <laughs> like she did all this dope shit and she has another show coming up and she made new cards. You know what I mean? Like I has got a lot of shit done. And I was go. really impressed with myself. And I just wanted to fuck her to show her I loved her. Isn't that <laughs> crazy? <laughs> I think that's awesome. So basically, I texted him because usually there's a pretense of, oh, let's get dinner. Let's get that. But yeah. this time I texted him straight up booty call text like, come over. Come over. Because basically what? tonight he's coming to help me masturbate. <laughs> so you, need to, you need to just fucking throw his ass down and sit on his face. I mean, that's probably what's going to, I mean, not that, but not that exactly. But that's probably what's going to happen. I'm probably going to be a little more, because be I mean, aggressive. I prefer, I prefer to be the, uh, um, I prefer not to be the dominant one, mm-hmm. but in this situation, I really just want to fuck myself. So. Yeah. 
so I just need him here to help me do that. Yeah, you need to like that old that old football cheer. Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. No, I know that. Like it's that's I actually feel like getting what I want is gonna be very easy for me tonight because I'm not (laughs) thinking about him. That's he's good. just like a tool. Today he's just a tool. Maybe the next time I fuck him, I'll be like, oh my god, I like him so much. Look into my eyes. Today you are but a tonight, you're an object. Grateful. Yeah, tonight he's an object. This will be you, the first time he's an object. Tonight he's oh technology. not the first time, not the first time. Last time we fucked, he was an object. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on. Well, I'm not gonna have sex for a while, sure. probably. <laughs> Do you want me to not talk about it around you? Nah, I don't care. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm, but one thing I'm going to say is if it happens, let's say like, let's say Saturday I go out. Yeah. And I meet somebody like without an app or anything. It's like a one night stand type deal. Yeah. I'm going to fucking do it. That's not celibacy, bro. <laughs> so let's be honest about what you're doing. You're just not trying. I'm not going to actively try to get pussy. Yeah, you don't have to call it celibacy or anything. You don't have yeah. to, like, make, you know. You're just not trying right now, and that's fine. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm going, I'm, I'm right. going to, uh, I'm going to have, like, this weekend is open. I don't have anything to do. Oh, well, Ezra invited me to this party at some garden, some beer garden. That'll be fun. Yeah. I might go there. It's a day party. You'll have fun. Yeah, good. It's, it's uh, what is it? Okay, so this is the question I've been wanting to ask you all week. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. I asked Ezra and the guys I work with because they're in their 20s, but I feel you probably know it okay. a little bit better. What exactly is a hot girl summer? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Why are y'all thinking so hard about this shit? I'm not. I, I just like heard it. You guys are, you guys are, like, people have asked yeah. me this, and then there's a bunch of dudes on Facebook, you know, you, like, you you probably follow a bunch of boneheads from somewhere, knucklehead, fucking knuckleheads, they, they're just like, oh, I'm gonna have a hot boy somewhere, whatever, can't we have something? No, it's just, Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. has a song, and she says hot girl summer in uh-huh. it, and so now all the girls are like, I'm gonna have a hot girl summer. Oh, uh, okay. We're just being cute and loving ourselves, and that's, that's it. Good. Yeah. See- and boys are and mad. These, Can you believe okay, it? Okay, so this is this is the, what did the dudes? What did the dudes? Because I was what did, the, what did like Ezra? Yeah, because I had I was on uh, in the morning when I'm when I'm at work. I put music on YouTube. I listen to music or I listen like a like some some news. Today I listened to the Bob Mueller guy talk to Congress. That was interesting. Uh-huh. But anyways, uh-huh. I looked at YouTube and it was like Hot Girl Summer, uh, and it was like you know dance video. So I was like, hey, guys, what the hug? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grandpa. And I was like, what's the hot girl summer? And, and then I don't I think Ezra said, I don't want to call him out. But if either him or one of my other coworkers said, they're like, I think it comes from hot boy summer. And I was like, I don't think. And I go and I, and I go, I don't think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew enough to know that that was not right. So that's what they thought. I was. guess. And then we go. You got the same answer from they all of them? They didn't know either. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know what's going on. They're, maybe they're not listening to Megan. They're listening to. And uh, the baby. 
man. They're listen, of course they they're are. They're listening okay. to the Dreamville, like the uh, Dreamville 3, the compilation album. Got it. Uh-huh. And listening to The Baby. And who else are the kids uh, listening to? Oh, you listen, but you're not a kid. You listen to Megan The Stallion. Fuck yeah, because I'm a woman and I'm a hood rat. <laughs> I think it's funny because of that the stuff you had reposted that Michael Che put on his stories. Yeah. Uh, about the music about the mu- and like white people in the About club. the music, and I just can't get it out of my head now. Like every time I see like preppy ass fucking white kids, I can just imagine them like sitting in a room. Listening to fucking trap music and saying the N word. <laughs> I I think about it all the time when there's a show I want to go to and I can't because it's sold out. I'm just it's like, a bunch of white kids. all these tickets are gone because a gang of white kids bought them. Yeah. And there's just going to be a stadium full of fucking white kids saying the N word. It's so weird. It's such a weird like paradox, especially seeing how like, because we both grew up when hip hop was not mainstream. When yeah. it was like people were like trying to censor it in Congress. Like yes, oh my god. Okay, real quick, there's a really good podcast called Freak Freak Nick. Okay. Yes, and I was listening to it, and they were talking about how uh, Luke was censored, and how every time he did a show, there were cops standing yeah. outside waiting for him to say something. Ridiculous! Can you believe it, Uncle Luke? And there's worse shit now, so I can't believe it. Okay, I'm listening. Yeah, because I was having that same thought. I was like. Like literally, there were like there was a there was a First Amendment lawsuit, like a First Amendment case against you yeah. know the Two Live Crew had with Uncle Luke, and yeah, it's just it's bananas because now like I'll turn on the TV and it's a fucking there's hip hop on a Sprite commercial. Oh, I'm like, right. holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> like if I was in a coma exactly. and I woke up from like 1994. Yeah. I would be like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 it's crazy because I, I really, I don't know why, but that just, I thought that stuck with me. And ever since then, I, but I've, I have not stopped following Michael Che. He's so good. And his shit, he'll, he'll like put the shit up and then delete it within a, like a few minutes. Yes. So you gotta yep. like be you checking. You have to be checked. Did you see what he, the one yesterday about Colin? Wait, wait. Hello? Okay. I Can you it. hear me now? Yeah. Did you hear the one? Uh, did you see it yesterday when he was showing the text message exchange with Colin Jost? No. Oh, my God. This shit was so funny. His depiction I, I, of Colin Jost is so funny. Like, Colin Jost yeah. is super racist, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that all the time. Like, and honestly. he was posting the replies. He was like, yo, that motherfucker's real racist. What the fuck? <laughs> This shit is so funny. That was so good. Oh, Some people like be believing it too. Like they they really think that Colin Jost is like talking to him like that for real. I didn't know Colin Jost was gonna marry Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, they got engaged and she got like a fat ring off that fool. Holy shit! I good for him. I don't know. I, Scarlett Johansson is like lackluster to me. <laughs> I don't know. Colin Jost I've been in, do better. I think. I've been in love with her. And everybody, most people know her from, you know, she's Black Widow. I know it's, y'all it's, love her. I don't. I didn't love her. I mean, Black Widow for me, eh, whatever. Uh, I fell in love with her in Lost in Translation, as Giovanni Ribisi's girlfriend. Uh huh. Like, 
that movie when i first saw that movie i was like who is that girl yeah i was like i want a girlfriend like that you know who smokes cigarettes and fucking does karaoke oh i'm in love with scarlett johansson <laughs> yeah all of y'all like love her I, but I don't love her like all superheroed out in fucking tight leather pants. I love her in Lost in Translation. When I see her, I still see her like that. Is that weird? I think you all do. Honestly, like every dude I know is just like, wow, Scarlett Johansson. And um, she's beautiful. And, you know, she got body and everything. And like, that's cool. I'm always just like concerned with her as a person. Like, she's like, <laughs> like, she never has a good argument about the bullshit she does. And you know what I mean? There are better actresses than her, but she keeps getting the work and I don't know. I, don't, I think, yeah, I don't want to like she's sit not... here and disparage her or whatever, but I'm just like, God, what do y'all see? Like, I don't get it. I, I agree with some, yeah, I agree with that because I read an article, some articles about her and she seems to be sometimes not as self-aware as she should be. Yeah. But she's been she's been famous since she was a kid, man. That's fucking got to be a weird trip. Yeah. Got to be a weird trip. Well, I'm going to say something real fast. We have like eight minutes. Yeah. We have like, yeah, eight minutes. You asked me a question. He sent me the eyeballs at, at 930. I hope this fool's not asleep. So I'm going to be real mad. <laughs> All right. He go. Uh, you asked me on Friday when I went to the first day of the film festival he asked me what was happening in Puerto Rico oh yes yes please and I would be I would feel like if I did it in uh, a disservice if I didn't say what was going on so uh, the governor of Puerto Rico Ricardo Rosselló uh, I don't know what's happening right now because I haven't got the app either uh-huh. but he's supposed to he was supposed to come on television in Puerto Rico at 5 o'clock or 5.30 and resign today uh, he sent out his spokesperson, and nothing happened. They're having a reggaeton dance party protest in front of the governor's mansion. <laughs> uh, the governor's supposed to speak at 1030. Hopefully, he resigns. Now, the reason why everybody wants him to resign is because of a leaked chat that kind of, like, set everything off. So, he had, like, a, he had, like this uh, chat that he had with his Basically, his like cabinet. And hello. Wait, 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 I lost you. A chat that he had with who? He had a chat like a like a. It's basically like WhatsApp. It's called Telegram. He yeah. had a Telegram chat with his cabinet. Uh-huh. And in this chat uh, today, they came to the conclusion that there's at least like three or four crimes in it that mm. are that are basically like uh, can get him impeached. Yeah. Uh, but he also just just disparaged the Puerto Rican people. Fuck. He's like we we made fools of our own people uh, when they when they were talking about paying off the debt. They made a joke about all the dead bodies from Hurricane Maria. And no, said, why can't we just yeah? Why can't we just feed the vultures the corpses? Uh, homophobic slurs about Ricky Martin. Fuck. Uh, you know, misogynistic. Uh, uh, remarks uh, about violence towards women and you know calling women whores and things. Yeah, I've been in group. I've been in group chats with guys. Yeah, uh, and I've you know been in a very toxic masculine environment in my life. Yeah, uh, and I've never like said that I would like shoot or kill a woman and then written you know say shit like that. He said shit like that. Yeah, fuck. It's in the it's in the chat. People who are running the government. 
So that basically coupled with, you know, colonialism and, you know, the hurricane and just a bad economy. People are just pissed and they've been protesting for almost two weeks now, nonstop. Uh, Tomorrow, there's another national strike and all the truckers are going to strike. So there's going to be like no gasoline or food delivered tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Like I said, right now they're doing a reggaeton dance party in front of the governor's mansion. That's what's up. They had yoga on Sunday uh, at 8 p.m. every night. Everybody goes outside and they beat pots and pans. You know what? That's what's up. Like, y'all mobilized. Y'all all all got together. Y'all all all decided together. Fuck this guy. Let's do what we got to do to get him out. Like, this is why a divided country is so fucked Mm -hmm. up. Because Mm -hmm. no one's going to do the thing. Y'all are doing it. Y'all are doing it. Yeah. The thing is here. Yeah, the thing here is, I this, this guy uh, he made a very good point. He's just he has a sports show on ESPN, uh-huh. a radio show. Uh-huh. His name's Dan Levitard, and he was talking about how ESPN doesn't let him talk about politics. Uh, but he mentioned, you know, like what what the what's going on right now is that old white men are trying to play the victim card. <laughs> <laughs> And blame it on black people, right, brown yeah. people, and women. Black people, brown people, and women. And that's what they're trying to blame everything. That's all this. All that's wrong with what's going on in your life is from these three types of people. Unbelievable. You know, mm-hmm. these three factions of people. Yep. And we're the ones that are being persecuted. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get the fuck out, get the fuck out of here. Get the entire fuck out of here. <laughs> Holy shit. This oh, is incredible. Yeah. So, okay, so since since we have you on, mm-hmm. what can I mean? I guess something's happening tonight, right? Tonight, supposedly he's supposed to resign. If he does, if he doesn't resign, they're going to strike tomorrow, and then they're also going to strike Saturday, and then there's protests all. But uh, the Congress in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. uh, the president of the Congress, like the Speaker of the House, would be here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so like the Nancy Pelosi of. Uh, Puerto Rico, his name is, uh, oh my God, Johnny Mendez. Mm-hmm. He's from the town I lived in in, in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. He said, if he doesn't resign tonight, uh, we're going to start impeachment proceedings tomorrow. Uh, but right before I got on the phone with you, a reporter had tweeted that uh, the governor had promised that he would reside at 530 and, <laughs> bro- and broke his word but now he's saying he'll resign at 1030 but I haven't looked at my he needed yeah. five more hours Man, of governorship I was talking to my friend today and I was like this dude because he was on he went on Fox News mm-hmm. and he like he literally shit his pants shut up he shit his pants for 12 minutes on national television oh. it was bad I was embarrassed <laughs> I couldn't even watch it yeah, and I was telling my buddy, I was like, "This dude's like sitting in his fucking house, and he's fucking suicidal." Wow. Or he's just so oblivious and not self-aware about what's going on around him. He's yeah. so narcissistic. Yeah. That he's like, "Oh, everything's gonna be fine." There's only two roads. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh my god. Well, it's almost time to go. You need you need to text uh you need to text your friend there. I Sit did. On I turned face. on my computer and I saw that he texted me the eyeball. So I told him like come through. So I think it only takes like ten minutes for him to get here from his house. So uh-huh. I need to hop in the shower. Go do your thing. Go do your thing. Yeah. Okay. Tell, let me go. Tell him. Let me go tell get him you want a mustache clean ride. so people have no excuses because he's getting kicked out of this house if he don't eat this pussy tonight. Tell him. Tell him you want a mustache ride. <laughs>
<laughs> have fun. <laughs> I promise I will. You have a good night. Yeah, man. You too, Lorita. Bye. Love you. Bye.